Hey everybody, how are you? Good morning, I'm LaShondra Grace, the apartment lady, founder of Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation. Um, we're on day 48. <laughs> day 48, oh my gosh, we've been doing this for 48 days. I'm, well, needless to say, I'm super excited. But you know what, I'm even more excited that tomorrow, well, today, will be the first day that we will be uh, doing our special broadcast on um, It's Time for Affordable Housing. So you know, It's Time for Affordable Housing. That podcast is rocking. That podcast is on iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. I mean, that podcast is everywhere. And so this prayer this session that we're doing today, day 38, I'm going to air that on iHeartRadio. So I'm super, super excited because I thought to myself, you know, why don't I just air everything on iHeartRadio and since we already have uh, the content? And so therefore, I'm excited. The people that's logging there right now, can you please say hi? It would be so awesome if you said hi. Say hi, comment, or like. Just let me know you're there. I can see that you're watching. Um, you guys know we're streaming on Twitter, LinkedIn, YouTube, and Facebook. So I did get a like already from Erica Palmer. Erica, are you there? Let me put your beautiful face up on the uh, camera. If you do um, a, if you do a comment, I can put your beautiful face up on the screen as my motivation. Because yesterday, you really did it for me. Thank you, Erica. Beautiful. Um, okay, you guys. I am, you guys already know, maintenance, maintenance. I'm doing a little maintenance. Um, I think something is wrong with, I'm hoping my broadcast is showing, but I'm just doing a little maintenance. Just got to make sure that everybody is there. There she is. Let me tell you guys. Let me, let me let you guys see who this lady is. She is so beautiful. Hey, Erica, how are you? There she is, the magnificent Erica. How are you? You guys, look, good morning, Erica. Thank you uh, for uh, decorating my screen. <laughs> good morning, you guys. Look, we already know the evictions are happening. And so the evictions are happening. They're happening fast. They're happening quick. They're happening now. They're happening a lot. I didn't do that in the right order, but that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. You guys know, uh, thank you guys for watching, you know, those TikToks. I've been doing some funny stuff. I mean, TikTok, I didn't know how amazing that site was. I see why it's so popular. I'm sitting here. I did one video um, with me running from the landlord and I was on a bicycle. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is crazy. You're loving them. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, you guys, uh, wardrobe malfunctions. You know, I'm just gonna. I always have a couple pair of earrings right here because I can never find earring packs. I even go to the stores and buy random packs of earrings just so I can get a bag. <laughs> and they never work. I'm like, oh my god, do I have to go to a jewelry store to fit my get backs that actually work? Uh, thank you, Erica. Um, you know what? Uh, Erica, it turned. It started as a prayer, and then before you know it, I was teaching the word, and 
<laughs> motivating. It was uh, started out as a prayer. I mean, it's really about uh, the people that's facing evictions. Erica said, as you see on the screen, I'm good. I'm loving your motivational videos. I thank you. I thank you. I thank you so much. Now, you guys, let's get into the real business. The real business is these evictions are happening. Um, and I'm I'm looking for, I'm, I'm online all night, all day, just looking for news to say that somebody's going to start paying these landlords. But um, I looked at my video yesterday and, and I noticed like, oh, my countenance was a little bit low or whatever. And that's because it's, it's, it's burdensome. I mean, Monday, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm getting, you know, we have a 24 hour tax line at Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation. That's 802-676-0611, 802-676-0611. And, you know, we, we get, we, you know, we're getting all the stories and, that can weigh down on you. But but the reason why I'm doing these prayers is because, you know, all of my help is going to come from the Lord. And so I let it weigh down on me just a little bit, um, just feeling these people's pains and hearing these cries and, and knowing that people with, you know, um, children that are disabled, that they're being, you know, put out. Yeah, yeah, it, it weighed on me. A little bit, but God, I spent time all day yesterday praying, talking to God, praying. As a matter of fact, I got my scriptures, my inspiration for the scriptures. I actually wrote them down this time, guys, because I wanted them to be, wanted to read them a certain way. So the scriptures for this morning is actually coming from uh, all over the Bible. Galatians, Act. I'm just going to do Galatians 1 1. Um, and Acts 9, 6 and Acts 2, 24. That's why I wanted to write it down so that um, I wouldn't be all over the place with it. But before I do that, I do have some eviction news that I want to share. Mm. Let's see, which one did I want to do? The the Bay City Man. Is that the one? Let me, let me, uh, let me just share my screen. Okay. Bay City Man. I have to do this uh, push for Just Cause Eviction. I didn't do that too because I didn't do it yesterday. My video was all over the place. I'm going to do this one now and then I'll have to do that one just for a, just a little bit. Read a little bit of it because the video I did yesterday, it was all over the place and I had that story up. And they never read it. Okay, so the Bay City man, 77. Now he's 77 years old. Bay City man, 77, faces felonies after hours-long standoff with the police over eviction notice. 77, you guys. You hear that, right? He's 77 years old. Um, wow. Okay. All right. <clears throat> So basically, the Bay City, uh, Michigan, nine years ago, a judge offered a grim forecast when sending a Bay City man to jail for beating his roommate with a metal bat. You're going to spend your days, um, you're going to you're going to spend your dying days in prison. The Bay County Circuit Judge Kenneth uh, W. Schmidt advised this then 68-year-old Harold Nielsen in July 2023. 
Nelson, who is now 77, is back in jail after allegedly having a standoff with police for several hours to avoid being evicted from his home. The matter origins, um, the matter's origins date back to October 10th when a court officer tried to serve uh, tried to serve an eviction notice to Nielsen at his apartment within a two-story building at they do even they even give the address y'all oh my gosh at 22 I mean 212 Garfield Avenue the building's owner had had um, had been trying for months to evict Nielsen according to the police court files in the past two months Harold had left numerous threatening notes on his door the landlord told the police. All the notes indicated that he was upset about being evicted from his apartment. When the landlord and the court officers went to Nielsen's apartment, Nielsen brandished a large butcher knife and a metal rod, states, uh, reports the state. Harold repeatedly said that he was going to kill us. The landlord told the police, Harold would not drop the knife and the knife kept and kept yelling. You guys get out of here. I told Harold that the police was coming and Harold didn't care. Police responded to the scene, but Nielsen would not exit his apartment to speak with them. The incident resulted in the authorities issuing the warrant for Nielsen's arrest on three counts of assault with a with a dangerous weapon. So you guys, uh, basically the man, he's 77 years old. Uh, here, here it is. Here it is. Look, basically, the man is 77 years old and he's been evicted. And um, let me tell you, 77 years old. And, I, you know, I don't like the way the story wanted to talk about his past. Oh, yeah. He um, in the past, he brutally beat someone up. And now, you know, now because he's getting evicted at 77 years old, uh, you want to um, attribute him being a violent person. Come on, come on. He's 77 years old getting evicted from his apartment. What do you expect for him to do? Really? Okay. Mm. 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 Coffee good. All right. Um, Erica, I know several people facing eviction and the info you shared on the other day, I shared it with them and it helped. Oh my gosh. Okay. Which one, uh, Erica, one of those videos, one of those reels, I was telling them about the court cases and how to stay in their apartment until they can get a job or get, you know, figure out what they're going to do with it. Um, that's awesome. Yes, Erica, this is very heartbreaking. The man is 77 years old. I mean, don't get me wrong. A lot of Americans, they don't have uh, retirement savings. They don't have retirement savings. They're working minimum wage jobs that's not offering 401ks. You know what I'm saying? So here's a situation where a man is 77 years old. I'm seeing people work to 70 just so they can pay their bills. This man is 77 years old. Y'all should have been trying to figure out something, a senior living facility to put him, but no, you guys evict him. And then before evicting him, you put it in the news and before, and then you have to make sure that you put in the news that he was uh, violent at 68 and he was locked up in jail. And the, and the uh, what was that? The judge, Kenneth Schmidt. Oh, I didn't make sure that was the judge name. Hold on, you guys. Don't want to say anything that's not right. Yeah. Uh, told him that he was going to be 
said, he said, oh, you're going to spend your dying days in prison. I mean, you wanted to bring all that up just so that you could say this man um, had a butcher knife and wouldn't let the sheriff's evict him because he already knew once he get out of that apartment, that's it. He's homeless now. Once he get out, that's it. Yeah, I mean, it's and that's what's happening with people. They already know once they leave that apartment, that's it. All of their the shelter, everything, all that that's gone. They don't. They have no more shelter. They have nowhere to stay, and that's why people are turning into uh, crime. But you know what? I'm praying against uh, anger. I'm praying against uh, despair. You know, I'm I'm giving people tidbits of information so they would be uh, powered with with knowledge so that their situation is not like, oh, my gosh, I don't know what to do. That's what I'm doing. Right. And that's why we're praying. And I'm going to get to the prayer. I do have to do this one story. Um, Spencer, good morning. How are you? Good morning and happy Tuesday to you. God bless you. May we all come together and pray. Well, you know, you were supposed to be on the Tuesday prayer, but I'm hoping that we could do this uh, tomorrow for sure. And thank you for those uh, warm wishes. Erica, the one thing, uh, the one thing about getting more time, you know, Erica, I I created the tennis rights classes. Even um, obviously, we started in Illinois, and so the ten, the Illinois tennis rights class. I had uh, my friend, Professor Christopher uh, Tillman, create that first round of the tennis rights classes, and then they just started to elevate or evolve. And now we have tennis rights classes for New Jersey and North Carolina. I mean, just a whole bunch of the states, we have those classes, right? Um, I always tell people, you know, I make my joke is like, man, evictions are like a, a conviction. It's like a felony, really, because with a felony, you want less time. And with an eviction, you want more time. I mean, it's the same thing. I always tell people that, uh, Spencer, you are a great motivator. You transform fears into tears of joy, and you make sure your voice is heard loud and clear. You are amazing. That is so awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Spencer. You guys, we need to read this one. Um, we need to read this other story because they keep coming up. I need to read this story, and then I'll get right into prayer. I told you I have my scriptures that I want to read before. We pray, what is the Chrome tab? What is that? The push for just cause evictions. There you go. All right. Um, so where are we? You guys see my screen, right? I think so. Wait a minute. The push for just cause evictions. Okay. Here we go. Uh where are we? Push for just cause evictions. I don't think you guys are seeing this because uh, there's a lag or something on my Facebook. However, um, here, and this was, this story came out yesterday. I told you I didn't do this story. And so this story came out yesterday, the push for just cause evictions. 
Um, after coming one shy vote over overriding uh, the, the gubernatorial veto to enact a just cause eviction standard in Burlington, advocates are now making a renewed push for such tenant prote uh, protection statewide. In Vermont, a landlord can de decline to renew a tenant's lease without stating a reason. Vermont Legal Aid, which provides legal services to people with low income, says no-cause evictions are surging amid the state's white, uh, the state's white hot housing market. And in 2021, represented more than half of the evictions. Yeah, well, you guys, let me just say this. Uh, the no-cause evictions represented half of the evictions in 2021 because the eviction moratorium, with the eviction moratorium, you could evict for anything but non-payment of rent. And so that was their way of getting around the eviction moratorium. You can evict evict for anything but non-payment of rent. And that's why they have those, that's what they're talking about when they say no cause evictions, right? And they said more than, and so in 2021, it represented more than half of all evictions that made their way through the courts. Efforts are now underway in Renewski, Montplier, okay, you know what? <laughs> yeah, Exit Hartford and Brattleboro to get charter changes banning no-cause evictions. On the ballot, uh, this town meeting day in March, I don't know when this was happening, but however, it, this is important because then I'm letting you guys know what no-cause evictions is and how they're getting around um, evicted for non-payment of rent. According to Tom Proctor, a housing organization with rights and Democrats, um, democracy what guys i'm not <laughs> reading right an advocacy <laughs> organization is also working with lawmakers to sponsor companions legislators uh, legislation to ban the statewide practices just cause eviction standards typically require landlord to make a case for not renewing a tenant's lease, like non-payment of rent or breaking the terms of the lease and provisions that prohibit the de facto evictions via excessive rent increases. You know what? Okay, we're gonna stop here. You know what? Um, they were talking about excessive rent increases. Are you kidding me? They're doing the non, they're doing the non-cause evictions just so that they can raise the rent. As soon as somebody, I, I talked about as soon as somebody get out in the apartment or they leave that unit, they're completely homeless. They have, you know, they have nowhere to go. So they fight to stay in the unit. Well, and, and now as soon as they leave the unit, they raise the rent almost a hundred, <coughs> almost a hundred percent. They raise the rent. I'm just saying, uh, Erica. Yeah, you're right. And then I heard they can't do evictions during the winter. You know what? But in in um, the northern states, some of the northern states have uh, eviction. Guess what? The, some of the northern states have uh, winter moratoriums, but it's only for a couple months. Um, and that's why, like in Illinois, 
the landlords, they're like, okay, the rental moratorium is coming up. I don't want somebody sitting on me for three, four months and I can't put them out until like next April or May. And so, yeah, some of the states do have that. I'm going to be talking, I'm going to be doing some uh, 90 second videos talking about rental moratoriums, but states like California and Texas, Alabama, uh, North Carolina, they don't have the winter moratorium because it's not cold there. And, you know, Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation work in every state. All right, you guys, let's get started. This my 30-minute show is turning into an hour show, right? All right, so um, the first scripture is Galatians uh, 1, uh, Galatians 1, 1, Paul and the um, and Apostle, not a man, neither by man, but by Jesus Christ and the God, the Father, who raised him from the dead. Acts, now this is Galatians, Acts 9, 6. And he trembled and astonished, said, Lord, what will thou have me do? And the Lord said unto him, arise and go into the city and that shall be told thee what to do, what they that must they must do or he must do. Acts uh, 2, Acts chapter 2, 24, whom God had raised up, having to having loosed the pains of death, because it was impossible that he should be holded of it. So he's talking about they talking about Jesus, right, guys? And I'm telling you, um, that's why I'm telling you, confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in your heart and you will be saved. Now, don't get me wrong. I did write all this stuff down, these scriptures down, but this was for me. Um, I have to be strengthened at all times because I'm, I'm carrying on other people's burdens and then I'm standing in the seat, the seat of people that really don't know God and I'm asking them, I'm telling them. You know, I was talking to one of my friends, she's a professor and we just, you know, we hung out and we talked and she, we were noticing that there, I mean, there are no, there are no laws being created for 20 year olds and 30 year olds, those that generation, people aren't even paying them no attention. You know why? Because they don't want to pay attention. I'm like, um, and we talked about how even with the voting, the 20 year olds and the 30 year olds, they don't want to listen to anybody. They don't want to vote. And so the laws, they're not being created for them. The laws are really being created for like my grandchildren, the 10 year olds, 12 year olds, you know, that generation that's coming up now. And so my grandson, he's 10 years old. He'll be 20, you know, in 10 years. 10 years is not a long time. He'll be 20 years old in 10 years. And if you get the proper training, he could be a leader. He could be a CEO in 10 years because the world is getting younger. And uh, them, the fact that they're pushing these 20-year-olds and 30-year-olds out, that's crazy. And so I said the other day, like, this is these are the people that's actually listening to these prayers, 20-year-olds and 30-year-olds. Guys, come on. They're not even paying attention to you. You don't want to vote. You don't want to listen to anybody. You're getting put out. 20 and 30 is the ages that people have children. That's the, the median age people. They have children. They have younger children. And so the people that's getting put out are you guys. You're getting put out with your children. Now, the laws, okay, people don't want to do anything or plan for you because you don't want to get along. Um, you don't want to go along to get along and things like that. However, 
I'm talking to you right now, 20-year-olds, 30-year-olds. I'm talking to you right now. Uh, most of the 40, 50, and 60-year-olds, they were paying their rent unless they couldn't, just like the 77-year-old that we just uh, showed that he was getting evicted. I did that story on him. He was getting evicted, and now they're going to put him in jail and, and put a whole bunch of felonies on him because he didn't want to leave his apartment. Rightfully so. I mean, he's not right to stay there, but gosh. He's 77 years old. He know once he leave that apartment, he's gone, right? And so, guys, you got to wake up at one point. I mean, you're if you don't want to uh, get along to, uh, you don't want to get along to, um, you don't want to um, get along to, sorry, I said that three times. Wow. So three, that's a powerful thing for me. If you don't want to get along, then, and you want to go against everything, then I don't know what to say, but at least protect your children. And you gotta, you gotta go along to get along, at least for your children, okay? At least for your children, you need to get out there and you need to vote. These people are not creating laws for your generation because your generation don't vote, don't, don't listen to nobody. I mean, everybody's complaining about you. I even see news, the, the news stations, I think NBC or one of the, the famous news stations, they have a news broadcast for children, like my grandchildren, 10-year-olds. Wow, because you, you guys aren't even listening to the news, 20 and 30. I'm talking to you. You're not even listening to the news. Like, really? Come on. You're the ones having the children. They're making laws for your children. They made, they're planning for your children's future. At least take care of them. Here we go. Dear Heavenly Father, I come. Oh, you know what? I can't do that, Father. I'm sorry. Thank you. I have to do, you know what? It's all about consistency. And so, yeah, I read my scriptures that I've been using to strengthen myself. But we always do the U version scripture. And I got to do the U version scripture because we got to be consistent. So I told you guys to go to the U version, the U version app. And we can go um, and you'll see the verse of the day. And so the verse today is Romans 8, 18, wait, Romans 8, chapter 8, verse 18. For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. And so this is talking about the glory of Jesus Christ going to heaven. It, you know, these Bible, the Bible was written all these years ago, and you can't deny that these scriptures, that this scripture that I just read is talking about the, the present sufferings. And that's what we are praying about. We're praying about the present sufferings. And so it's like right on time, Romans chapter eight, if you want to go back, my daughter always say we're Roman Christians, she and I. Um, Romans chapter 8, I reckon that, and Romans chapter 8, verse 18, I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Um, I pray for scripture, I pray for unfair and unjust evictions disappear. We can all be prosperous and live happy in this world. Amen. <laughs> That's a whole nother conversation. Amen. Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you right now with praise and thanksgiving, saying thank you for your grace, mercy, love, understanding, wisdom, knowledge, power, provision, healing, Father, discernment, forgiveness in the name of Jesus. Now, Father, before I come before your throne, I ask that you forgive my sins and the sins of the soul that's under the sound of my voice, even up into this very second. 
Father, coming to you on behalf of these evictions. You already know what's going on, Father, in the name of Jesus. We're going we gonna to need a whole bunch of grace and mercy, Father. I'm still asking to open their eyes. You say he'd have eyes, Father. I'm asking you to open their ears, Father. I'm asking you to soften their heart, Father. I'm asking you to let them know that you are calling them into this new thing that you're doing. You don't want to exclude them, Father, in the name of Jesus. Let them know that all they have to do is confess with their mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and to believe it in their heart and then start praying. You're, you're calling for prayer, 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 prayer. That's what you're calling, Father, in the name of Jesus. I know all of the help is going to come from you, Father, in the name of Jesus, and you have to give the increase. So, Father, I'm asking you to increase their capacity to take in these seeds that I'm planting, Father, in the name of Jesus. Like I said, you know, I'm, I mean, oh my gosh, Father, I bind up the spirit of fear. I bind up the spirit of anger. I bind up the spirit of despair, Father, in the name of Jesus. I bind up the spirit of disobedience, Father, in the name of Jesus. I bind up that spirit because guess what, Father? That's what's happening right now. I mean, come on. People are having the rug snatch them up under them, but that's, but, but the rug is snatched from up under them because they don't want to deal with the situation, Father. And so I'm asking you, Father, to give them courage, Father, in the name of Jesus. But I already know that everything that I'm asking you for is going to come for your children, the children that you have adopted. So tell them, Father, that they can come as they are. They're, they all have sin and fallen short of the glory of God. There is none, none, none good. Not even me, Father, in the name of Jesus. So let them know that all they have to do is confess with their mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in their heart and then start praying so that they could be adopted into the family that I'm a part of, Father, in the name of Jesus, and so that they can know the promises, Father, so that they can know the language, Father. I know that these prayers, I hear it. I mean, everybody hear it. It's not rocker science. People pray all the time, and they don't get these prayers answered. Even people that have already confessed with their mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, and they don't get the prayers answered. This is a special situation right now, but, Father, let them know that if they wanted, they should want to take it further because once you start answering these prayers that you're calling them to do right now in the name of Jesus, that all they have to do is study and show themselves approved and your reward to those who diligently seek you. And they do that by studying your word. But guess what? Studying that word is just like learning the promises. I mean, why wouldn't you want to learn the promises in the name of Jesus? Hmm. Hallelujah, Father, in the name of Jesus. And so, Father, just let them know, trying to get them to <clears throat> be obedient, uh, confess with their mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in their heart that he died for their sins and then start praying, start praying, start praying, start praying, start praying, start listening, start listening, start listening, start listening, start being obedient, start being obedient, start taking the advice, start dealing with the resources. So, Father, you you told me, you said the resources, they're already here. I saw them raining down. They're already here. And, but guess what? If they're blind and they're not listening and they want to be disobedient, well, then they're not going to see the resources. The resources could be right in front of their face and they will not be able to see it, Father. That's why I'm asking for an increase in mercy. I'm asking for an increase in grace, Father. Obviously, we need some time with these evictions. We need more time, Father, in the name of Jesus, because I don't know if the government is having secret meetings or whatever, but nobody's really talking about what they're going to do as far as these evictions and 
that is a problem because families are being evicted every single day. I got the uh, sheriff, I pulled down the sheriff's schedule for uh, Illinois and I'm like, wow, wow. All of these evictions on this schedule. This is crazy, Father. So, Father, grace and mercy, grace and mercy, grace and mercy, grace and mercy. Call them, Father. Give the increase for these seeds. Tell them that, that they confess with their mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in their heart and start praying that you're going to be doing something new, something spectacular. You're pouring out your spirit. Everyone, your, your word already uh, forewarned us that there was going to come a time where you're going to be pouring your spirit out like never before. The young men and the old man will have dreams and visions and vice versa. So it's like, okay, this is the time that it's happening. The prayers are getting answered quickly. God is pouring out his spirit like never before, but he don't want, you. he raised you, Father, you raised me up to do these evictions eight years ago because you were already prepared. You knew that this pandemic was going to come, Father, in the name of Jesus. So you put it in my heart to fight for evictions, to learn about evictions, to figure out why the evictions were happening as much as they were happening. This was pre-pandemic eight years ago, Father. So that means you wanted, and then you said that the, the Apartment Housing Rentals Foundation was an ARC. So that means you do want to save these people, Father, but you got to let them know. When I say confess with their mouth, your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in your heart, Father, you're the one that's going to give the increase because you give all increase, Father. So please, Father, increase that. Increase these seeds. Confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in your heart and start praying. Confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord and believe in your heart and start praying. Try them for yourself, Father. Tell them to try you for themselves. They tried everything else. Backs, your backs are up against the wall. Not only your backs, your children's backs, your grandparents, your parents, your disabled aunties and uncles. Come on, you guys. You're, it's not about you. It's not just all about you, Father. I told them a couple of weeks ago or a few days ago, because I've been praying for 48 days now. I told them that if they don't know how to love a human being, why don't they try loving themselves? Father, you said that we need to love one another, confess our sins to one another, and the, ver the fervent, effectual prayer of the righteous avail it much. Look, <clears throat> Whew, I don't know if I should have been telling them to love themselves without telling them how to love themselves in the name of Jesus. And one of the first ways that they can show that they're loving themselves is to be obedient, to be obedient, to accept the help, to accept the salvation of the Lord. Because guess what? <clears throat> What else do they have? What are they standing in front of? What are they staring down? Being put out? Come on. I would be amiss if people aren't going to try to save themselves. I would be amiss if that wasn't so. I mean, this world right here is about a me, 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 me. And you're not going to save me? Come on. Father, Put a hedge of protection around this rental industry in the name of Jesus and put the uh, put the armor of you over the, the renters. Uh, the breastplate of righteousness, the helmet of salvation, the shield of faith, gird their legs in truth, shot their feet in peace and get on the sword of the spirit, which is your word. Increase my capacity, Father, in the name of Jesus. Strengthen me, Father, in the name of Jesus. Increase the resources for the Apartment and Housing Rentals Foundation in the name of Jesus and the capacity for the Apartment and Housing Rentals Foundation in the name of Jesus and the territory for the Apartment and Housing Rentals Foundation in the name of Jesus and the 
units, the, the rental properties, us owning our own properties in the name of Jesus, but also give us some available properties so that we can continue doing our second chance rental, second chance rental, putting these people that are um, having problems, high risk renters is what they're called. Uh, putting them, giving them what they deserve. If anybody that paid taxes deserve affordable housing, that's just the way it is. You said um, when they try to uh, trick Jesus um, and tell him about um, who's who they should be paying taxes to, and Jesus said, okay, whose face is on that coin? So yes, if you pay these taxes, and if you're doing that, you're working and you're paying these taxes, then you are afforded Housing, Father, in the name of Jesus, that's just fair. But whew, <clears throat> you said you're doing a new thing. I trust you. The wealth of the wicked <clears throat> is stored up for the righteous. In the name of Jesus, that's my last word I'm going to leave with. Um, anybody that know what's going on, know what I just said. Father, I'll be here tomorrow again, faithfully. Um, this is my prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, you guys, uh, thank you so much. I am out, uh, LaShondra Grace, the apartment lady. Go to my website, www.theapartmentlady.org if you're facing an eviction. Um, also, you guys, I'm not putting that banner up anymore. Uh, you can text evictions to 707070. Donate to the eviction prevention fund. Um, all renters should be donating to that fund, a dollar, ten dollars. Uh, organizations that have renters uh, can contact info at the apartmentlady.org, info at the apartmentlady.org. If you want to uh, create, you know, some type of housing program or some type of uh, housing initiative for your employees, okay? I'm the apartment lady. I have the national trademark. Nobody can use that. The apartment lady. I can come in and uh, help you uh, keep your employees housed. All right, you guys, I'm out. God bless you. This was a long one. God bless you. God bless everyone. Erica Palmer, thank you so much for being on. This is somebody I knew, guys, for over 30 years. Um, Spencer, thank you so much for being faithful. Um, <clears throat> Tuesday was not the day, but I'm going to keep trying you until you're, you're willing to get on here and come and pray with me. Thank you so much. God bless you. And I'm out.